Good Nair Shabbos. Good Nair Shabbos. Good Nair First of all, an unbelievably big Yashikayach. This place should be a dear betachtainim. The shechina should fill your life. You should fill the home. You should fill every single molecule of your family. But Hashem, you should only see shefa, bracha, v'atzlach, mamish, adli dai. Purim de kishef. Iris and Kayla. That's unbelievable. Mamish mysterious nefesh. You guys, chamfas is mamish. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hashem should bless you. Really all right, so it's like this. I, ha- I have an idea that's been weighing on me in a good way, in a good way, but a Torah that's been weighing on me this week, and I need to, I need to get it off my chest. I need to make room for, for more things. And it's, it's a Torah, it's a slash tefillah for, uh, for the month. And I'll tell you the truth, usually when I speak, I really try to make sure that there's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. It's like a sort of a mahalach. I, I don't know where the beginning is of this particular part. So... I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to do the best I can to start from the beginning. So, I knew it's Rishchaydish Adar Aleph. So, when you, when you think of, you know, every month is sort of defined by the Yontif that is contained within it. Not all the months have a Yontif. So, whenever you enter into a new month and you want to define for yourself what's the nature, what's the Indian of this particular month, it always has to be through the lens of its particular Yontif. So, what's the Yontif of Adar? Certainly, the Yontif of Adar is born. What's the particular yontif of Adar Aleph? So yontif is Purim Kadim. Purim Kadim. So Purim Kadim, as Hashem now, is going to be in a couple weeks from now. So to, to be Masber, to try to a little bit capture what's the avoid of this month, and what does Adar Aleph bring into the world, and how does it change Purim? Because when you have an Adar Aleph, it means Adar Beis is different. So in order to understand that, we have to see it through the lens of, of Purim Kadim. So you know... There's a, there's a famous, the, the famous last line of the Ramah in Shulchan Aruch and Arachayim. He's, the Mechab over there is discussing Purim Kadim, the singing of what happens on a leap year and the 14th and 15th day of, uh, of Adar in a leap year. So Shulchan Aruch says it's a big machlagis amongst the Paiskim, whether you should have a Suda, whether, whether there's such a thing as having a, a Yantif and on Purim Kadim. So the Ramah famously ends off with a, with a line, Taiv Lev Mishtatamid. That someone that has a good heart is always forbidden anyway. Taivleiv mishtatamid. So no, when it comes to that sentence of taivleiv mishtatamid, so obviously on a on a on a very very simple level, it's b'derek melitza. Rama is saying like a, a little bit of a tongue in cheek type of statement. It's always good to uh, to have parties to have sudas. But if we're talking about the Rama, so clearly the Rama is not just stam saying a vart. Taivleiv mishtatamid. He's saying something that the essence of Purim Kadim which Ramela means the essence of Adar Aleph, is that side of Taivlev Mishtatamid, that a good heart is always Besemcha. Taivlev Mishtatamid. Now to, to try to unpackage that, what, is that, what does that sentence mean? Why is Ramah, in what way does that capture the essence of Adar Aleph? So it's like this, we have another principle, it goes back to the Sefi Yitzira, that Avram Avinu taught, that there's a cloud that's called Night Siphon Tchilasim Tchilasim Besiphon, that ends and beginnings are tied together. Which means that if the last sentence of the Ramah in Archaim is Tayvlev Mishtatamid, so it must be connected with the first statement of the Ramah in Shulchan Aruch, which is that I place Hashem always before me. The two Tmidah, the two things that are constant. 
So this is what we're going to try to do for the next few minutes. Somehow, Tevlev Mishtet Tamid captures, not just per Kodin, but by extension, Adar Aleph. And somehow, that inning of Tevlev Mishtet Tamid is the inning of also Shvisi Hashem Lenegdi Samit. So what does that mean? What's this inning? It's like this. The Indian of Adar Aleph, why is there such a Metzius? On a very simple level, what's the Metzius of Adar Aleph? Why is there such a thing? Why, was there, why is there such an institution that's called Adar Aleph? So, Pasha, we know that, there, that there's such an Indian that's called creating a first Adar because we need to create a leap here. We need to be Ma'abra the Shana. We need to make a leap here. And uh, the definition of a leap here is by adding a month, and the month that we add is Adar Aleph. So, what's the Indian of a leap year? So we know it's Machlagis Rishayin and what the Nivalip year is, the, the sheet of Rashi and Taisfis, and this is going to be our Pesach and the Taivalit Mishtatamit. Rashi and Taisfis and Sanhedrin, Dafiralov, tell us that the end of leap year is the following idea. We have Yom Taif and we have the Shalash Regal, Pesach, Pesach Shuas and Sukkis. Now Pesach Shuas and Sukkis have their dates of when they're supposed to be during the year. But the Pesach describes that really, really the way Pesach is supposed to be is that it's supposed to be during the springtime. And really, really, the way Shavuos is supposed to be, it's supposed to be at a time of where the fruits are, are, are fully ripened. And really, Sukkot is supposed to be at a time where it's the Chag Asaf, where it's the harvest season. So in order to make sure that the Yom Toivim that we have of Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot are somewhat Bishle Musan, are somewhat complete and proper in the way they're supposed to be, you can have a Pesach, theoretically, you can have a Pesach whenever it falls out. But Pesach's Betzim is supposed to be Chag Aviv, but during the, during the Chodesh Aviv. In order to make sure that the Yom Toivim fall out in their proper seasons, which, to make sh- in other words, to make sure that the Yom Toivim are bishleimus the way they're supposed to be. So that's why we have a leap year. Because by having a leap year, we ensure that the solar year and the lunar year are sort of in sync, and that will guarantee that the Yom Toivim fall at their appropriate times. Which means that the Pnimi is the site of a leap year, which is the site of Adar Aleph. The site of a leap year is to make sure that the Yom Toivim are bishlemus, that the Yom Toivim that we have of Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot shouldn't be b'diavadik Yom Toivim. They should be the way they're supposed to be. Now let's develop that a little bit. Every time by benching. So how are Yom Toivim be'em supposed to be? Now we're in Golis. So even the lechatchila that we have nowadays is betzim b'diavad. So even the, even the Yontif, by establishing the Yontif as lechatchila, it's still not 100%. What is Yontif Be'etzim supposed to look like? So it's like this, you know, we say in Benching, HaRachman, one of the Rachmans by, by Yontif, we say, HaRachman, Yom Chileinu Yom Shekulei Taif. Rabbanu Shem should give us a day, time, days that are always good. What does that mean, Yom Shekulei Taif? We say, on Shabbos, Yom Chileinu Yom Shekulei Shabbos. What does it mean, Yom Shekulei Taif? So I mentioned this before from the Leshem. The Leshem writes, say, you know what Yom Shekulei Taif means? The Leshem says, when Mashiach comes, when Mashiach comes, every single day will be Bechinah's Yantif. Pesach, Shavuah, Sukkot, will be Bechinah's, every single day will be a Yantif. That when we say, Yanchi Leinu Yom Shekulei Taiv, it means that we should come to that time that's called Yom Yom Mashiach, where it will be Kula Yantif. Kula Yantif. Yom Shekulei Shabbos, that's talking about Vaikudan, that's what Chiyas Hamesim, Olam Haba. But Yom Shekulei Taiv means Yantif. It means that the ultimate Shlemus of Yantif is. Not only that Yontif should be in its proper season, but Yontif, so let's understand, you know, Yontif, not, if there will be no such thing as a leap year, 
then, yant, then the Kedusha's Yantav, the concept of Yantav would be like floating. You know what I mean? It would be whatever it falls out, happens to be sometimes, it's in this season, sometimes it's not like, it's not Kavua. The inning of an Ibriyar, of a leap year, is to establish Yantav, to bring it to a state of perfection, to a state of Shlemus. And Shlemus of Yantav means that it's Kediyah Kaima. It's established. To, uh, what does it mean, Yantav, being established? So in Golis it means that it's established Al-Kalpanim in the fact that we know what season it's going to come into. But the real Shlemus of Yantif is what? Is that it's so Kavua that it's Mamash every single day. It's Mamash every single day. Which means that the ultimate side of a leap year, which is the side of, of Adar Aleph, which is the side of Purim Katan, is bringing us to that, is connecting us to that ultimate perfection of Yantif, which is that every day is a yantif. This is the site of what the Ramah is saying, that you know what Purim means, you know what Adarisha means? Toiv leiv mishtatamid. That every single day is a yantif. Because the site of Adarisha, which is the concept of making a leap year, and the concept of making a leap year, says Rashi and Taisvis, is to make yantif bishlemos, that they should have a kavuatikizman. That is really just a... a, 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 a a little bit appetizer and a connection to the ultimate shleimus of Yantif, which is toivleiv mishta tamit. That it's every single day is the psiyantif. Every single day is the yantif. Which means, just follow the bouncing ball. Which means that the ultimate inyan of of an ibriyar, and the ultimate therefore the ultimate inyan of adarishan and and perm within it toivleiv mishta tamit is to bring us a connection and to illuminate our lives with Arish al-Mashiach. Because when is it going to be this Indian of Tevlev Mishnah the ultimate Shlemus of Yantiv, that Yantiv is Mamish every single day, that's going to be with Yom Aysa Mashiach, Yom Chilena, Yom Shekuli Tev. And an Ibriyar, an Adarishan brings us, and it brings a Shlemus to Yantiv, at least to the degree that's possible now, which is really just a ha'or an illumination of the ultimate shleimus of Yontif, which is toivleiv mishatamid every single day. So that means that the ultimate inyan of adarishan is to is to bring us an illumination and to to establish in our lives a pesach to geulishleim to mamish mashiach itself. Now let's understand a little bit what this means. We know that this obviously has to be connected to the nefesh. Because what's standing in our way? What stands between us and Mashiach? What stands between us and Mashiach is a Malik. That's what a Malik is. Geula Shlema depends on an ultimate Mechias Amalek. That's what the Geula Shlema depends on. So let's tie it together. So what we're saying is as follows again, if the side of, of an Ibriyar is to bring us an attachment to that Indian that's called. Yam Toivim Bishlei Musa. And Yam Toivim Bishlei Musa means Toivleiv Mishtatamid. It means Yantif every single day, which is something that's going to be fully developed with the coming of Mashiach. Which means that the Indian of an Ibriyar is what is detaching us to the Indian of Yemais Mashiach. And what stands between us and Yemais Mashiach is Amalek. So it must be that although every single year is Purim, and every single year there's Mechias Amalek, but on a year that's an Ibriyar, where we have this R of, of Adarishan, bringing us to that Bechina, connecting us to that Bechina of what? Of Yom Toivim Bishlei Musa. 
that they're not just floating out of space, but they're mamish, established in the world, connecting us to the ultimate shleimus of Yontif, which is Tavlev Mishnah Tamid. So it must be that the Indian of Adarishan somehow injects in Purim the Indian of Mechias HaMolek Bishleimus. Every single year, Purim brings a Mechias HaMolek. But when Mechias HaMolek is half-baked, then it, uh, it, ultimately, it leads to a gula that's half-baked. But since we want a gula Bishleimus, and again, Adarishan is connecting us to a gula Bishleimus, so therefore it must be that what Adarishan does, somehow Adarishan brings a added infusion into Purim itself, that Purim should be Bishlamas. That the Nitzach and the Vik, the, the ultimate destruction of Amalek, is Mamish Bishlamas, Davka on Ibriyar, Davka Bikayach in Ibriyar. So, what does that mean exactly? What does it mean to destroy Amalek 100%? 100%. So, here's the truth. The only way to ultimately destroy Amalek 100% is to take the thing that Amalek actually uses against us and to flip it on its head. See, as long as Amalek is being beaten like and pushed into a corner, it's still there. And it can always come back. The only way to ultimately destroy Amalek is to the thing itself that Amalek uses against us is to use it against him. And when you're able to be oiker, to uproot the very root of what Amalek is and to take the very root of Amalek and convert it to Kedusha, then you just completely eradicate Amalek completely. Which means, boiling down to its very essence, the Indian of Adarishan and the Indian of Permkat and of Tavli Mishatam of Adarishan is what? Is to identify the very Nakuda Pnimis of what the source of Amalek is and to use that in Avodah Hashem. That's the site of Adarishan. So what is that? Okay. So it's like this. You know, there's a principle, the 12 months of the year, each month is connected one of the Shvatim, the Shiftei Ka. So the question is, what happens when there's 13 months? So who's the month of uh, Adarishan? <coughs> so Ritzadik says like this. Ritzadik in, um, in Pritzad, they quotes from the Radichur. Radichur said, <clears throat> that in a month of, uh, of a leap year, uh, a year of a leap year, so there's two others, so the Bredichvah said that the two others are Kineged, Menashe, and Ephraim. Menashe, and Ephraim, the two Shvatim of Yisrael Tzadik, Menashe, and Ephraim. Which means, says Ritzadik, that Adarishan is Kineged, Menashe. What does the word Menashe mean? Why, was, why did Yosef call him Menashe? So it says in Pasuk, Kineshani lekim es kolmav es kol beisavi. The word Menashe means to forget. To forget. What's the root of Amalek? What's the root of Wol Ra? What is the Yitzhar built on? You know what the Yitzhar is built on? Forgetfulness. Forgetfulness. To forget about their banish. That's what... Uh, there's such a thing... We live in this world, and in order to be a from Jew, in order to be an Ebed Hashem, in order to be a real Tzaddik, a person has to always be in a state of remembrance, of, remem- of memory. You have to remember why we're here, what we're here for. This is Bari Oilam. That's what. That's Zechira. The Kayach of Zechira. That's what establishes us as, an, as Abdi Hashem. What is the fuel of the Yitzhara uses? What is the ultimate root of the Yitzhara? What allows the Yitzhara into the heart? The only reason why the Yitzhara exists in our heart is because there's such a thing that's called forgetfulness. Shechah. That's the ultimate source of where the Yitzhara gets his ground. That's, where his, that's the ground underneath his feet. 
If there's no such thing as forgetfulness, then that's it. This is why it's not a coincidence when it comes to Purim, right? How do we destroy Amalek? How do we, how do we destroy Amalek as in the preparation for Purim? We have Parshas what? Parshas Zohar. To remember Amalek is not just to remember Amalek. That itself is Mechias Amalek. Right? That's what's well known, the, 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 the Sefer Chinuch, right? That, the Sefer Chinuch says that if the old women are not chayiv in, in Parshas Zohar to remember Amalek, because they're not chayiv to destroy Amalek, because it's battle, it's war, women are not obligated in that. What does remembering Amalek have to do with the battle? The answer is that itself is the battle. That, that's, that's waging war against Amalek, is to remember Amalek. Forgetfulness is itself the source of Amalek. So the way we usually approach Amalek is, Amalek is bringing to the table the concept of forgetfulness, and we fight against Amalek with remembrance. But whenever you're just overwhelming Amalek with like an overwhelming force that's called memory, but you're not capturing back forgetfulness from Amalek, then Amalek always will remain. The ultimate Mechias Amalek is what, as I said, is Adarishan. What's Adarishan? Shev Menashe. What does it mean, Shev Menashe? It means not to fight Amalek by just fighting forgetfulness with memory. But the ultimate Mechias Amalek is to take forgetfulness back and to incorporate forgetfulness in Avodah Hashem. That's, that's ultimate Mechias And let's understand. Even this idea that forgetfulness itself has to be incorporated into Avodah Hashem, and not only does it have to be incorporated, when forgetfulness is freed from the jurisdiction of Amalek and is able to be allowed to return into Kedusha, that is the ultimate Mechias Amalek. That's already hinted in Purim itself. What's the, what's the mitzvah of Purim? What's the mitzvah? There's a lot of mitzvahs of Purim, but one that we, that we, that we're, that we uh, try to be Mechayim is what? Is Adlo Yoda. What does Adlo Yoda mean? That means forgetfulness. It means forgetfulness. See, I don't remember. Haman Mordechai, I don't remember. What happens when a person gets, they go to, Ramah says, go to sleep? It means you put yourself in a state when a person is minus drunk, they don't remember what happened, right? Forgetfulness. So it's an amazing thing. Leading up to Purim, what's the avoid uh, to fight against Amalek? Zohar, remember. Because Amalek is all about forgetfulness. When they, the, the Amalek makes us forget about the Rabbani Shlalem. And once there's an inning of, of forgetfulness, then all problems can come. So what do we do to fight against Amalek? We remember. We remind ourselves, there's a Bariyayalam, there's a Bariyayalam, and I can allow myself to forget. But all of a sudden on Purim, there's a little bit of like an opening of some deep secret, which is that the ultimate Mechia Samalek doesn't come from memory. The ultimate Mechia Samalek comes from recapturing forgetfulness and bringing forgetfulness back into Havad Hashem. And that is the, and that Indian, that's a hint in Purim itself, is the Avoid of Adarishan. The Avoid of Adarishan, which is the Shevet Menasha, Kineshani Elikim, is to serve, is to begin the Avoid of recapturing forgetfulness itself. Now let's understand the what is, what's so amazing about forgetfulness? What does it look like when forgetfulness, before I, before I explain very practical what that means in adoration for us, let me explain what that looks like in its highest form. What does it look, what does it mean that when forgetfulness is fully recaptured, the Kedusha? You know what that means? I'll tell you like this, you know, in the month of Adler, Mamish Perm Kadin, around Perm Kadin, is the yard site of uh, a lot of big tzaddikim. One of them is the Ravachah. 
So there's a famous story they say about the Rogachover that, that they were once taught, you know, the Rogachover and the Mir, and Mir Simcha, the Arsimech, they were both Rabbanim in, uh, in Davinsk. And so they, there was uh, different parts of the city. So there was a Maisa that they once were saying to the Arsimech about uh, how amazing the memory of the Rogachover was. Mamish Kolotar Kuli, Ramish Kolotar Kuli. So the, so the Mir Simcha famously said the Rogachover doesn't have a good memory. You don't have to, but Mary Simcha said, you don't have to have a good memory to know what's in front of your face. That's not called a memory. Remember, he said, the Rogachev has called Tarakula right in front of his face at all times. It's not called a memory. The whole idea of remembering that there's a burial island. It's Mamash Rachmanis. Why? Because what does it mean to remember that there's a burial island? It means that the Rabbanu Shalom is not in front of you. It means that the very mitzvah, the very reality that you exist in, is not the lakos. And you have to remind yourself that there's a burial. Do you know what the ultimate shlemus is? The ultimate shlemus is that there's no, there's no place for memory anymore. There's no place for remembering the burial. You know why? Because all there is is the burial. He's mounted in front of your face. Like, the, like they said about the Rogachov, he didn't remember Kol Tarakula. All there was was Kol Tarakula right in front of his face. What does it mean when Shechacha, when forgetful, what does forgetfulness mean? Forgetfulness means the opposite of memory. <coughs> Shechacha means that there's no place for memory. If you remember something, it means you don't forget it. If you forgot something, it means you don't remember it. What does it mean to incorporate that? What does it mean to have forgetfulness in the way that says Shem? You know what that means? And it's in its, in its purest, highest, most refined form, it means that you that there's no place for remembering Hashem. What does it mean? There's no place for remembering Hashem. So Amalek uses that when we're when we're on a very low level, to, that there should be no place of remembering Hashem. It means that we don't we don't we don't remember Hashem. We just think that we're us. But in the highest, deepest form, you know what that means? To not have any memory of Hashem. It means all there is is Hashem. This is what it means when Mashiach comes, that every day is a yantif. What's, what's the idea of a yantif? Why is it that we have a yantif every year? On a very partial level, you know what a yantif is? To make sure that we don't forget about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. To make sure that we don't forget about Anani HaKavit. To make sure we don't forget about Ma'an Tahir. So in order to, the Chinuch writes this, in order to make sure we don't forget about Ma'an Tahir, so every year we have a yantif, it's called Shavuos. <coughs> if it went past a year, we would forget about it. So every single year, what's the holding of a yantif? The whole of the Yontif is to make sure that we're living this life and we have all sorts of schedules and plans and balagans and minias and uh, things, uh, things that go on in life. So what's the Yontif? The Yontif is, Yidin, remember the Rabbanu Shalom loves you. Remember that the Rabbanu Shalom takes care of you. Remember the Rabbanu Shalom took you out of Mitzrayim, he's going to take you out of your Mitzrayim. Remember the Rabbanu Shalom gave you Tyre. Remember the Rabbanu Shalom took care of your ancestors with the Nanai Kavit. He's going to take care of you too. It's to remember, remember, remember. What does it mean to have a Yontif every day? A Yontif every day means that what you're trying to, in this lifetime, try to remember once a year, is right in front of your face constantly. The secret of Yomaisa Mashiach, which is what? Which is Yontif every single day. Which is what? Which is the secret of Tayyiv Leiv Mishdat Which is the secret of an Ibayar, the secret of Adarishan, the secret of Sheva Menashe, is that there's no place of remembering Hashem anymore. Why? Because all there is is Elikos. Like the Rambam writes at the end of Mishnah Torah, like I've mentioned many, many times, the Rambam says that Yomais Mashiach is what? That the whole world will be full of Hashem's knowledge, like the water fills the ocean. The ocean doesn't have to be reminded of the fact that there's water. That's, it. that's, all, that, that's all it is. 
So it's the same thing it is with the Lukos. With the Yemaisa Mashiach means the ultimate recapturing of forgetfulness and of what this Hashem means that there's no longer any place to remember Hashem because all there is is Hashem. Just like the Ragat Shavar, everything was in front of his face. And all of this begins with the Avoid of Adarisha. So we have an amazing thing. Our usual approach towards Amalek, when Amalek attacks us, and get and the Yitzhara tries to convince us to do all sorts of crazy things. What's our usual approach? The usual approach is attacking Amalek back with remembrance, with zechira, with memory. To remember there's a Baruch to remember that we're created by Him, that we have a Tachos, whatever it is that you're trying to evoke in your memory. And that's the usual tactic, and that is the proper tactic. But the secret of Adarishan is that at the same time that you have that approach, you have to have, at the same time, a very secretive back-end approach, which is you have to be thinking that your ultimate goal is not to overwhelm forgetfulness with memory. Your ultimate goal is while you're overwhelming forgetfulness with memory, you're also trying to recapture forgetfulness, which means incorporate in your Avodah Hashem holy forgetfulness. What does that mean practically? So practically it means like Rabbi Nachman taught us. Rabbi Nachman writes, it's, it's Rabbi Nachman quotes this in the name of Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman said, he said it about himself, that when he was younger, he would have to start every single day thousands of times. How often does it happen? You have a certain plan of this Hashem, you have a certain end that you want to work on, certain things that you have to work on, even on a very simple level, things that you want to accomplish during the day. And you wake up in the morning, you have your to-do list, things that you want to get done and so on, and what happens? Many is. How many times have a person, you know, you, you, a certain Indian of Hashem that you've started, that you've tried, and you've failed? The Havayit is what? To restart. Restart, restart. How do you do that? Don't you remember all the times that you failed? They say, right? Einstein said, right? The, 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 the simon of craziness is to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. So every single day, I try to daven. And every single day, I fail. So what type of mishagas is that? So how do I end up davening? How do I try again? The answer is, you have to forget the fact that you've tried in the past. You have to forget the fact that you failed. <coughs> That's called fighting the Yitzhara, but at the same time, slowly but surely, very, very subtly, recapturing forgetfulness. And that avoida of being, of being able to restart again, and again and again and being and feeling like two steps forward one step back or one step forward two steps back sometimes the only and the some, and, and understand this the re, one of the main, one of the reasons why the Rabbanishlam would do that to a Yid of making a Jew feel that they're being pushed backwards is in order to compel the Jew to incorporate forgetfulness in their Rabbanish session. because if you remember where you were and you realize how far you are now you're not going to move forward. You have to forget where you were. You have to forget the fact that you had an feel. You have to forget the fact that there was a failure. You have to forget the fact that you tried a million times and now you're trying again. You have to see it as if this is the first time you've ever done it. And when a person does that, then slowly but surely you're, you're, you're cap, recapturing forgetfulness. And when you do that, then, the, then ultimately that will lead to the ultimate perfection of forgetfulness, which means that there's nothing, to, that there's no 
there's no there's nothing to remember anymore because God is Mamash in front of you. The side of Taivlev Mishta Tamid is Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid. Knowing that the Rabbanu is in front of you, there's nothing to remember. That's what it means to have a Yantif every single day. Yantif means to remember Hashem. Yantif every single day means that Hashem is right in front of me. There's nothing, there's partially nothing to remember anymore. This is the site of Adarishan. What is Adarishan? On a very simple level, what's Adarishan? Adarishan is, it's so close to, it was Mamish, you know, the, the, you know, it's the, it was the, 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 you know, the 28th, 29th of Shvat. And it's like, what's going to be then? Then it's Purim. Then it's like Adar. And Adar means Purim. All of a sudden, what, what comes in? Nah, you're a month behind now. It's Adarishan. Nah, so I have to start off. Is it not? <laughs> Two steps forward, one step back. Like, I'm, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was until now 30 days away from, uh, you know, from Nisan. And now what happens? I'm not 60 days away from Nisan. The whole avoid of Adarishan is to be able to say, you know what? I'm not going to remember the fact that I was so close and now I'm further back. I'm not going to remember that. I'm just going to start from now. It's holy forgetfulness. This is the side of Adarishan. In order for there to be a complete Mechiyas and Molek, it's not enough just to fight against the Molek. We have to retake back what they've, what Amolek has been using against us all these years. And the way to do this, like I said, is to, is to, is to incorporate Shekha, forgetfulness. That's Menashe. That's Adarishan. Shem should bless us that we, when we have this idea of always starting again. Don't remember anything, anything before today. Like that's, that's the goal. Like nothing, nothing is just, it's today. To have that level of forgetfulness, that's how a Jew fights Amalek in such a way that you're upending Amalek from his very root. This is the sort of Tevlev Mishnatam, this is what it means in Leap, you're in Adarishim, bringing us to that place of Yom Tevim Bishle Musam. Yontif Bishle Musa means every means every single day is Yontif, and that means that the Rabbanu Shalom is not something that's that's shaykh to memory. Bechlal, the Rabbanu Shalom is right in front of my face. That's what Adarishan means. Hashem should bless us. We should have a to be the generation. This should be the Ibrayar that we zayicha to see a complete mechias amolik believe with nefesh with pnimis with chitzanis. Everything that Amalek has taken from us and has claimed to be in their jurisdiction until this point in Baruch Nis Vagashmi should be shown to be never in their Rishos. They themselves don't have a Kiyam, don't have a Metzias at all. Rishos Goyim Amalek, Vachrisa Adeyoyved, we should only be able to see Simcha and Nachas and Brocha. Shafa'ad, Lidai, Biskal Tzedek, Mirvi Amen.